previously on the High Risk Wrestling Podcast DQ match and everything that Sonia was saying was true about Mandy Woods. You got your job because you're good looking. You get praise because you're good looking. You're here only because you're good looking. You're not that great in the ring. You're always getting pushed over people that are more deserving, more, more so me. Mind you, these two are really good friends in real life. But it was the first. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, everybody. It is Saturday, August 12th, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, and I do not quit. I am not done. Yes, it is me, Jeremy Pierce. Welcome, welcome. Want to know, as always, you know you can check me out on the socials, Charismatic Creations on Facebook and YouTube, Charismatic underscore Creations 52 on Instagram, the 215 on Twitter, that is spelled out, and of course, Coffee and Patreon. In today's show, well, we got some Faction Warfare. This is our second episode this year, fifth overall, little sub, sub episode. Uh, this one, I thought it'd be special to look at some factions that had women in it and um everything's gonna kind of kind of do with women and factions and more so male dominant factions that had women in them but for now you know what's next so just go on and hit my music and you know you know now we got the list going on so let's 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 do this We're, we've got the five factions today in my opinion that could use a woman in the group and number five we're gonna start with the bloodline and if you've been watching smackdown and watching the wwe you know that it's 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 going down with the bloodline but who should be in the bloodline well there are two obvious choices, Tamina and Nia Jax. Nia is not in the company, but she could always come back. They could always bring her back. And Tamina's in the company right now, not doing anything. And with everything going on with Jimmy and Jay, Tamina, who used to manage them, would do just fine. She can be the an, another enforcer role, kind of like how um, Rhea Ripley's the heavy for the Judgment Day, but I would love to see Tamina in the bloodline and really get one more good, solid run in the company. Number four, Imperium. And this one was this one was a little tough because I wanted to find someone that could uh, match them in the ring. And right now, currently on the main roster, when it comes to just the technical skill and ability, it's Natalia. Natalia would be so great. And Imperium, she respects the match. She respects professional wrestling. That's her. That's what she does. And um, it would it would help. She doesn't have to go full heel. She just knows the message. Number three over in A. Sorry, um, sticking to WWE. The New Day. Now, this one is hard. Because you can't really just put women in the New Day just to do it. So, they've got to fit. And for me, 
that's Katana, Chance, and Caden Carter. I, the happy, fun, positive, wild side that they that they bring and represent would work so well in the New Day. And knowing the New Day, it would it wouldn't hurt them, and it would actually help ingratiate Katana and Caden, and Caden more to the fans. Number uh, two. The Dark Order. Now, the Dark Order's had two women in the group, one officially in the group, and one that was associated. I'm talking about Anna J and Ty Conti, uh, respectively. But seeing as how they are part of the JAS, well, maybe, maybe not anymore. Um, there's a woman that's currently on the roster that I think would fit well with them and can can bring a little different side to the Dark Order, and that's Abaddon. She's not being used. Um, she's still under contract. It's the Dark Order. Zombie chick. It just works and writes itself. And number one, sticking with AEW, the Blackpool Combat Club. And there are two names that immediately come to mind that are very, very easy to think of. And that is Layla Hirsch and Serena Deeb. Now, both of these women are very, very technically sound. And they both like to fight. They like both like to show their skill in the ring and with... Um, the brutality of of John Moxley, he's got that covered. So now it's if you look at the group, it's, it's a lot of technical wrestlers. Um, even Claudio for how strong he is a technical wrestler, but you have Uter, Uta, Claudio, and Brian Danson, Layla and Serena Deep would work just perfectly in that group. But let me know what you guys think. Did I miss anybody? Did I miss a group? Who do you who do you think should be in there? Uh, we'll be right back with our superstar spotlight. This superstar spotlight is very, very simple. It's really, it's really simple. Indy Hartwell, Candice LeRae. I can't stop raving about these two women and they need to get their just due. When you have this women's tag division and you keep putting the championships on teams that are just two single wrestlers thrown together, when you have actual legitimate tag teams like Katana and Kaden, like uh, uh, Alba and Isla, and like Indy, and Candice, why can't you see that? Why can't you see that these two women can be the face of your division along with the other two teams that I mentioned? Now, with with Sonya being hurt, they're going to make a decision. And I like what Chelsea is doing. But Indy and Candice are just there, ready to be used. They show that they can work together. They have a great camaraderie. They're part of a faction. They're part of a quote-unquote family. Why won't you push them? It's 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 so annoying that these two women who have been heels, who have been faces, can do pretty much a lot of stuff in the ring. And Candace is one of the best women's wrestlers today. We know what she's capable of. Push them and put the championships on them. Because this is the way. Faction warfare. What is professional wrestling without factions? 
it's a tale as old as time going all the way back to i don't know the four horsemen the uh bon eric's factions just work in pro wrestling and you know what it's back to some more faction warfare so on the last episode let me bring that right up for you all we had who did we talk about in the last episode of faction warfare we had the dangerous alliance the right to censor and sadly team bella but we're beyond that and we got three new factions for you today and these are factions that feature women right and you know how we do we talk about how they came together did they break up what's going on now because one of these factions are currently two of these factions are actually kind of still together so first we have because they apparently broke up not even really broke up they left their leader the jericho appreciation society which is a sequel to the inner <laughs> circle so the inner circle was originally chris jericho uh sammy Guevara, jake hager and uh the proud and the powerful santana ortiz then they split up and sammy and hager followed jericho to the jericho appreciation society which includes matt menard and angelo parker sammy Guevara, danny garcia ty conti and anna j now we don't really need to talk about chris jericho it's chris jericho you can make the case that chris jericho is the goat jake hager um has done well for himself in his career right after leaving the wb as jack swagger went and did mma he's got himself a nice solid record and came to aew and he's been there pretty much from the beginning he is who i would consider an aew original which again boggles my mind that he's not in fight forever there's a lot of people who fight forever but he's always been the heavy of the group and i don't think he'd do well as a solo star in AEW. the roster's already bloated people already can't get time so he at the end of the day i think what's going to happen is jericho's going to come around hager's going to be with jericho then we have 2.0 matt menard and angela parker formerly ever rise in nxt and these guys were like fun jobbers in nxt but now 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 they are two of the funniest brightest spots in all of DEW, especially matt menard daddy magic because you want to know what makes daddy magic's nipples hard these guys have solidified themselves as a solid, solid tag team, more so on the middle to lower end of the tag team division, but they're still respected names that if you beat them, it's like, okay, we beat a solid tag team. Um, they, I think, would do well, fine by themselves. They can already talk on the mic. We know that they they can, they're solid in the ring. I think, I think they'll do well, but ultimately I do think they'll end up going with Hager. These next two gentlemen though, will be fine as solid stars. So Sammy Guevara is an AEW original. He's been with Jericho every single step of the way, except for that one subsection between um, the Inner Circle and the JS when Sammy was a face and was like winning the TNT title three, four times. 
he's fine. He is considered a pillar in AEW, and that's fine. The company can be built around somebody like Sammy Guevara, who's solid in the ring. I'm sorry, no, he's solid on the mic, very good in the ring. Um, he doesn't really need any tweaking or any training. He's good. Dan Garcia, I think, for me, potentially has has more potential than Sammy Guevara. Uh, going back and forth between whether he's going to join the BCC or whether he's going to join the JAS opened up Dan Garcia out of his shell. The dancing gimmick that he's done now, hilarious and it works. But he's also very, very technically sound. And then because we know his story, he wants to be a pro wrestler. And he will fit in the JAS. I'm sorry, he will fit in the Black Bull Combat Club. But sticking with Jericho, he decided to be a sports entertainer. And he's had some phenomenal matches. Who him versus Shibata? Don't forget about the Fatal Four Way. I believe it was Fatal Four Way at Death Before Dishonor. Dan Garcia is great. Dan Garcia is very, very good in the ring and. I think the bright spot for him being in the JS was opening him up more. Then we have Ty Conti and Anna J. Ty Conti's currently pregnant and she's she's had some appearances here and she was there Wednesday and she's an NXT uh cast off of Anna J who left the Dark Order to join the JAS. And these two women are fine. They're going to be fine. Ty's gonna take time off, you know, have her baby. Anna has just grown more and more and more. She just made a minute dynamite. Um, and she's only been doing this for about four or five years. The girl is absolutely beautiful. It's getting better and better in the ring. And having that rub from um, Mr. Brody Lee, rest in peace, helped her tremendously. And moving from the Dark Order to the JS, again, helped her more. She grew up more. But I... I've always said I want a battle for Anna's soul, and by that I mean the Dark Order getting their pieces back, the ones that they can get. So, uh, 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 getting Anna from the JAS, bringing her back, getting Preston Vance from uh, Los Egernables, getting him back, and getting Stu Grayson from um, The Righteous will work so so well and then AEW has solid tag teams and tay and anna are tay they've been in they're one of my favorite matches the uh street fight that they had on uh rampage two years ago against the bunny and penelope ford so they're they're gonna be great they've shown that they can get the job done next up we have the misfits in action now what do you know about the misfits in action well, the Misfits in action, right, were a stable in WCW, and what they were, they were the antithesis of the New Blood. So, when WCW wanted to move away from some of the older guys, they got the New Blood faction, right? And the New Blood faction was a stable we're going to get into them a little bit later um created by eric bischoff and vince russo they were there to feud with the millionaires club and and the old guard 
of WCW. But the thing with the Misfits in action were was that they weren't part of the new blood. They weren't, you know, considered to be the future. So the original grouping of the Misfits in action consisted of Captain or generally Hugh G Reaction, aka Hugh Morris, who you know as Bill DeMont. G.I. Bro, who you know as Booker T, who was also a former leader of the group. Um, Private Major Stash, Van Hammer. Major Guns, Tylene Buck, who was a big, big name in uh, WCW at the time. Lieutenant Loco, a.k.a. Chavo Guerrero Jr. Sergeant AWOL, The Wall. Uh, and Lash LaRue. Now, this is a grouping, solid, solid grouping. And you know, Bill DeMott, Booker T, um, Lieutenant Loco, and even Major Gun, Tyling Buck all went on to do bigger, better things, especially obviously Booker T and Chavo Guerrero. But this grouping was solid. It was just something that didn't work with the group. And that was making Bill DeMott the leader. Booker T should have been the leader of this group. And they probably would have gotten just more. attention you know what i mean so their story goes with uh they were all fired and then they came back and signed these new contract and the group consisted of you know huge reaction uh chavo lash all the names and then they mainly feuded with the filthy animals team canada of wcw not team canada of tna and the natural born thrillers gun feuded with tigress of the filthy animals and they they did they did well and they were only together for about a year she referring to uh major guns turned hill and joined team canada and, and that caused huge reaction the WCW United States Championship against Lance Storm. The group disbanded in 2001. And and we know the rest is history. Like, Lash LaRue really didn't do much. The Wall did okay for himself. Lieutenant Lope, Chavo Guerrero is, is Chavo Guerrero. We don't need to, you know, think about him. Uh, Major Guns Tyler Buck did well. Um, found in Nisha, she, you know, part of that time she was, you know, the girl of the 90s blonde big boobs blonde you know all of that good stuff major stash van hammer really didn't do much but obviously gi bro became booker t and we know the history of booker t and lastly lastly our last last stable is some a stable taken from wcw now in the wwe and that would be the latino world order the lwo is a stable that we need because we need more representation in professional wrestling. Representation is very, very important. Led by Rey Mysterio, this uh, faction is a combination of, well, remember we had Legato Del Fantasma. And the thing is, 
when it comes to like communities, non-white communities, we always have somebody that we look up to, right? That paved the way. So for the LW, it's Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio is a living legend. He is one of the greatest of all time. And this is out of show. You gotta remember, Legato started out as a heel stable in NXT and became faces once they started feuding with the family. And they originally had Electra Lopez in the group, not Zelina Vega. So I was always a little, you know, I was a little weary with them being called up, with Electra Lopez being left to NXT. How would she do? She's doing pretty well for herself. But adding Zelina Vega to the group worked for Legato because it was, she wasn't really doing anything and she was kind of aimless. But being with that group elevated her, right? Then them coming to Rey Mysterio, like, yo, that's Rey Mysterio, Latin heritage. And they've done pretty, pretty, pretty well for themselves. Um, the WWE definitely sees Seth Escobar as a future star. Maybe even they see him as a star now. And I think recently with Rey Mysterio taking Santos Escobar's spot and winning the United States Championship is only going to help Escobar because it makes more sense and it's more emotional for him to win the championship from Ray, the man that he grew up watching, the man that he idolizes his his leader, La Familia, instead of be defeating Austin Theory. Zelina Vega just had that crazy, crazy momentum building up to her match against Rhea Ripley at uh, Backlash in Puerto Rico, and we gotta keep using that. The only people that I need more for is Cruz Del Toro and Joaquin Wilde. Um, SmackDown, and actually the dude we had, they currently have a thriving tag team division. I can't remember the last time I seen these two tag teams together. I think there might have been a tag team gauntlet on SmackDown a couple weeks ago. But these two dudes are really, really good in the ring and should be treated as such. The LWO needs to be the opposite of what they were in WCW. The LWO and WCW lost a lot of matches. They were like glorified jobbers, even with Eddie Guerrero leading the group. So the LWO now needs to get wins and get more momentum. Um, I'd be fine with them actually calling up Electra Lopez and you have another tag team with Electra and Zelina in the women's division, women's tag team division. Because um, once Ray starts falling back some, it's all Santos Escobar. It's going to be all him. And I would love to see a day where like Escobar is maybe the U.S. champion. Cruz Del Toro and Joaquin Wilder are the tag team champions. And Zelina is either the women's champion or even a tag team champion with Electra Lopez. That's what I want. I want to see greatness for this team. Just like I've said, we, we get greatness for the New Day and the Bloodline um, and the Judgment Day. I want greatness for them. I don't need this team to fall by the wayside. Factions are so important. And I'm glad the is finally learning from AEW because AEW just has factions left right some better than others some used more than others but we need factions we need factions in the day to be and I, I i'm here for it i'm very much here for it but that is our show thank you thank you all for uh listening thank you all for watching i greatly greatly appreciate it um next week impact wrestling the real forbidden door yeah 
they've been doing the real the forbidden door thing for quite a while now i'm also doing a show because i'll be going to the new japan uh impact show multiverse united number two can't wait for that don't forget to check out the socials charismatic creations on facebook and youtube charismatic underscore creations 52 on instagram the 215 on twitter that is spelled out coffee patreon got those links already for you and of course of course of course Zylee, Wendy Chu, Shotzi Blackheart, Bailey, Isla Dawn, Willow Nightingale, and Gigi Dolan. Holla at your boy. Peace.